0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. And today we are talking, guess what? About more marketing stuff. And um, you guys know what we bring on the show. Uh, We're all about attraction-based marketing. We're all against. I'm not against prospecting, but I just think everything's changing, and I'm more so into attracting. And one of the ways that you attract business, or really the only way you attract business, is by showcasing passion. By being authentic, by being real, by being you. Ultimately, that's what people are attracted to. So I get an email, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago from a gentleman. I imagine he's been a listener on the show for a little bit of time. And he Uh calls me, he's like, hey, Mike, he tells me about his business model. And I'm like, dude, we got to get this on the show because it really was, this guy doesn't really need to work. He's doing it because he's passionate about it. And really what he's done with his business is marry that passion into real estate. So he basically took what he loves to do and what he likes to do as a philanthropist, if you will, and married the two together. And he's doing very, very well for himself. And we're going to let him show you how he is living his passion through his real estate business. And I think it's awesome. I love, like what he's doing. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Benjamin. Go say hello to our listeners and tell everyone about who you are, where you're at, and then we're going to get right on into this.
1: Great. Well, uh, first of all, Mike, thank you for having me. Really appreciate that. I uh, am a realtor with Mission Real Estate Group. I am a realtor. I'm an investor. I'm a writer. Uh, I wear a lot of different hats. Real estate's been very good to me. I own a number. Of, I'm a landlord. I own a number of rental properties. Was able to retire um, relatively young thanks to real estate. Currently, right now in McAllen, Texas, I work all over the state of Texas and um, have a, a unique, I don't know, marketing angle or, or just A resource that I think creates a win-win situation for everybody. I mean, ultimately, that's what we're looking for. We're looking, uh, instead of prospecting, we're looking to create win-win goals, win-win deals.
0: Right, totally. And tell us a little bit more about this passion of yours and the unique opportunity that I'm going to tee it up for people. So I to summarize real briefly just sort of what you're doing differently as a real estate agent in your
1: community that your competitors are not. Sure, sure. Okay. when we talk about marketing, it's a matter of how do we box that? If we do local, we have national, uh, regional. It occurred to me that talking locally, why not look at the schools? The schools are the heart of any community. And for all of you listening, wherever you live, I guarantee you the school district is the heart of your community. When I get, I get calls all over the nation about real estate here in Texas And that's usually I don't know first second or third question is about the Schools
0: makes a lot of sense Families care where their kids go to school and where they live and I would as a father I would say Yeah, I don't care where I live. I care where my kids live first and foremost. I think that's pretty Universal for most parents unless you're
1: just a total dick (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, people will drive an hour to their job Yeah, if they can put their kids in a good school. Yep, and in fact, I uh had a meeting with one of the uh, PSJA school district officials this morning, and we were talking about that very subject, about, I think, how 20 years ago, it was more employment-based. And I think with digital technology and where where we're at, it's becoming less and less because we, we have our phones with us. We're becoming more mobile. So it's becoming more about the educational opportunities uh, that we can uh, give to our kids. So oh. it's a, kind of an interesting shift.
0: Makes sense. And you focus in on the needs of the children in the school or the foundations or the charities around that. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So I have three kids of my own. I have two in in high school, one's all grown up. And my grievance, if you will, with the schools is that they would teach these kids everything, but what they needed to know. Right. Right. I mean, these kids don't know anything about money. They don't know anything about investing, nothing about principal, nothing about interest, nothing about leveraging, nothing. I I had to teach my kids. My kids know about it today and do it just simply because I taught them. It's not because of what they got in school. So I came, um, I moved here to this school district, and they had an entrepreneurship institute, a program set up that I thought was just Incredible. And and frankly, just long overdue. And so I tapped into uh, into this program. And what it is, is it's a program that allows the community, business owners, such as myself, students in the school to come together and basically help each other. I have right now students doing uh, Facebook marketing campaigns for me. They're no longer doing hypotheticals and word problems and all that stuff that they're never going to remember or don't relate to. They're now working with real business, real people, and influencing and doing real money. So if, if their campaigns don't do well, you know, there's, there's a real impact. There's a real desire to figure out, okay, if it didn't do well, what did I do wrong? You know, how could we have done this better? Or if it does well, what did we do to succeed? What made this successful? So, giving that, the, those students that real life experience, I think, is just when I was a kid, I remember going door to door selling lemonade. I was one of those kids that did it, man, 10 cents a cup. I don't
0: do it anymore. I used to sell newspapers and uh, they, <laughs> right? don't, they don't, I used to deliver them. And I remember one time uh, I, sh- I threw an ace paper and I threw it so hard it landed in the gutter of the lady's house and she chased me out of the lawn because she's like you there I'm calling the cops. I'm like I was just trying to deliver your newspaper. So you actually you built like you built like an apprenticeship type program for your real estate agents? Is that what we're talking about?
1: Well, the school district had that in place. Okay. I came along as an agent and did something a little bit different. Number one, I really like the program, so I donate, you know, my commission a portion of it to keep it going. How um, much? This is something I could take to How much? Ten percent. Okay, ten percent. So you yeah, tied. Um, Good. Yeah, t- yeah. Basically, ten percent of everything I do in this area in the Rio Grande Valley. Okay, um, so this is ten percent of your commissions are
0: mm-hmm. going back to this foundation of so, entrepreneurship. Well, they're,
1: they're, they're actually going to scholarship funds. Awesome. Yeah, we work with these students that have a tremendous drive. Tremendous intelligence, a lot of dedication, a lot of desire. I want to do my part as a member of the community to reach out and help them, give them the tools that they need. And last year, this district, their scholarship fund, they raised four thousand dollars. That's sad for an entire year. And, and we're in a in a very robust community. I mean, we're, I'm in an area that I'm in Texas. And it is exploding, especially down here in McAllen. Lots of new business coming in, lots of growth. And for a school district to only raise $4,000 in scholarships for these kids, is just ridiculous.
0: So So, you're marketing the charitable contribution
1: with your real estate business. I tell you what, maybe a little bit, but where I'm marketing is because I'm working with the school district, I'm reaching out to other business owners saying, hey, There's a tremendous opportunity for the school to help you market your business for you to leave an impact in your community. And these business owners, I just uh, met with a a commercial heating and cooling company with a president and he was on board. He thought it was just great that his company could take part in this. So what this does is that it puts me in communication with city leaders. It puts me in communication with small business owners. And, And if you're a realtor, well that's exactly you know where you need to be and, and have you so, are you now leading the program no i'm not leading the program it's a program of of this district okay um, got but, it. It, but, but you're raising awareness for it i'm raising an and, awareness. and you're for probably
0: it. the only realtor in that yeah niche right okay so folks let's let's tie this back together so we could uh i want to you it in so i want you guys to understand what what we're talking about here is um uh, creating the why or uh the why or the marketability behind the business. And this, is, this goes back, let's put it in a way that realtors understand it. Just listed or just sold are the worst two things you could ever put on social media. Because what you're really saying on just listed, just sold is you're like, I made more money than you did today and I'm way better than you are. And no one cares about how much money you made. If you haven't checked, for some reason, it is not cool to talk about how much money you make in this country anymore. Although we should, be, we should applaud that. But if you think about it, when you're saying just listed, just sold, it's really a brag reel to make yourself feel good. Instead of saying that, why don't you guys start telling the story behind the person you served, okay? And I got a point here. So instead of saying like, just listen, just sold. How about this 49-year-old vet now has a $500 a month cheaper housing payment and he's renting, guess how, or here's how. Or this 55-year-old dad finally just got his daughter her first own bedroom. It took him 10 years, but she finally got her own, her own bedroom because he just bought a house. Here's how. Tell the story behind it. So what Benjamin's saying is that you guys can be marketing the story. And in this case, we get a lot of these brands that we're marketing their why. Actually, as a matter of fact, the shoot I just did before me and you got on this camera was a brand that gives back 5 to 10% of commission to a cancer foundation. And yeah. we're marketing the story. So it's not no longer just listed, just sold. It's another life just saved. Here's how. So when you guys start marketing the story behind the purpose of the business, what you're really doing is saying just is just sold, but you're doing it through the form of a story as a result of using you as an agent. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Now let's do it with the dog business. There's a couple of people I've seen this with dogs. People love animals more than they love humans today. Would you agree with that? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sad, like, if you remember like the lion video and the lion died, I mean, oh my gosh, I thought the internet was going to shut down. Oh, but yeah, there's, there's people getting murdered across the country on a daily basis. Like in Chicago, we don't say anything We're about We're completely that. desensitized to that. Yeah, it's totally different. That's a whole nother talking point. But my point is with the dogs, we have another gal that she gives 20% or 10% back to the dog foundation. So every listing that's sold is not another house sold, it's another life just saved. And she'll take a picture of the check showing the amount of contribution giving back to the charity as a result of using them for their service. And that alone becomes the marketing activity because people will go out of their way to use an agent who will save a dog's life. They will not go out of their way to use an agent that doesn't have a why behind their business.
1: Right. There's something to be said when you talk about marketing, a lot of people forget you have to have a trust factor with the community. You can market by various ways and you're gonna climb an uphill battle if you don't have a trust factor built into your brand or your services. What I'm talking about working with the schools and no matter what district or school system that where you're at or you live, I can guarantee you there is a need. When you work with the community and you work with these students, you get a trust factor built in with that because if parents trust you to work with their kids, like I go, I speak in classes. I go to classes and I speak about entrepreneurship, about business owners, you know, about what it what it is to start a business. I get a ton of questions from these students. They ask me all kinds of questions, answer those. And those parents trust you with working with their kids. I think mm. they're going to trust you with a transaction. It's all about building that trust with your community.
0: So let me see if I have this right. A school that your kids go to have a entrepreneurship type program. 10% of the income you make, you give to that school to support that cause. And in exchange, the program has you doing community events, maybe for school, like maybe doing once a month talks. And you're putting yourself in the position to serve first Because what you, because you're living your passion, like you love real estate, right? This is like your, Mm -hmm. what your passion is. And before we got out of this call, you guys, Ben's other passion, it was his kids helping others. When we talked for a few minutes before we got on the show and he was like, I go, what do you like to do? He's like, what I like to do is I like to serve others. I like to give back. I wrote down a bunch of stuff that you were talking about, but it was all about just taking care and serving others first and foremost. So what you're doing is you're marrying your passion with your business and you're showing it through. And I think that's very, very smart.
1: Um, opportunities come disguised as other people's problems. And I think so many of us, you know, as realtors and business people, we're so focused inward. We miss everything. You have to be focused outward and what other people are going through and try to be a problem solver. That's where your opportunities go. That's where they are. And I've, I've been very successful. I've had a a, a real estate has been very good to me. I mean, but I've always had that mindset of I'm trying to solve somebody else's problem. So in this case, I'm looking at these kids. They just don't have the funding that it takes to help them succeed. Uh, they have everything else. And I, for me, I take that personally. I want to be able to contribute. You know, I hurt my back once I was bedridden for three months. At that time, I was already, uh, I don't know, close to retirement. I didn't have to worry about money, but I was bedridden. I, I couldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't shave. I couldn't do all the little things that we take for granted every single day. And it, it was hell. That changed and, your life? Well, it changed my perspective about things because I of, you. when I was laying there in pain and I was suffering, I wasn't thinking about how many houses I owned. I wasn't thinking about, you know, what my rate of return was. That's the last thing I was thinking. Sometimes the pain was so bad, I was thinking maybe death isn't so bad. But I'll tell you what, it left me... Knowing for sure that it's about legacy, hmm. it's about the legacy that we leave behind and the impact with other people's lives. And it just so happens that when we impact other people, there's an abundance of opportunity. That's right. Just waiting for us. So,
0: very interesting. Let me ask you a couple of personal questions. Sure. Um, I've had a self recollection uh, of myself, my inward reflection. Uh, five years ago, I found Christ again and I became a devout Christian uh devout Christian. But I remember without getting into it, I remember my journey through going there. I had to go through a lot of tough times to do that. I think that's why I opened up my eyes. Do you believe that this whole humbleness happened when you were bedridden? Because I don't know if you've seen the Steve Jobs final, Mm. what he said on his deathbed. He's like, you can have all the fucking money in the world, but none of it's worth shit without health. Because he was sort of, I forget how the three, but it's a beautiful, beautiful story when he talks about that. And
1: it's sort of what you're saying right here. Is that right? Yeah, it's very true. You know, I myself am, am a Christian. You know, I came to the Lord when I was eighteen, and I, I think you know uh, having that belief system just gears you to looking, you know, thinking, you know, outside of yourself. Well, we're talking about the why, and I don't care what industry and folks.
0: This isn't a real estate thing. A business without a passion behind it isn't a isn't a business that lasts for long. Like, and if you think about it, and you're and you're exactly right businesses are nothing more than entities that solve problems. That's why they're a business and every business solves problems. So there's a good way to to put this. And uh, one of the guys I follow a lot religiously, his name is Billy Jean. He's one of the top video marketers in the country. And what he says verbatim is he'll go, he'll say you get paid in proportion with how many problems you solve. That's why a maid only makes minimum wage because there are fucking 10,000 million maids in any single market. But there's only so many people that can solve, for example, Heart surgery. That's why the doctors make big bucks. Or back in the short sale days, we had a great run on short sales. We were one of the only people there. So the people, the riches are always in those niches. And the bigger, the more problems you solve or the one problem that you solve that less people can solve on their own, that puts you ahead of it. Now, we're talking about this branding and marketing. How do we relate that? Well, the problem that Benjamin's solving right here is he's giving back to the community and people will go out of their way to work with him because they see that why behind it. Uh-huh. A transactional broker is a broker that just counts transactions and commission checks. right? And there's so many of that in our, in our industry. And every so often we come across guys like you, and it's great to see, that really have a purpose behind it. But when you start living that purpose and that why, I believe that's God's way of repaying you back in abundance. I don't think that's coincidence. that's called karma. But from the, let's just take the atheist view of this, okay, because we're getting a little godly on people. The <laughs> atheist view on this is very, very, very simple. It's the law of reciprocation, folks, it's very, very simple. If you start putting yourself in the position to have more conversations, which this is, you're putting yourself in a position to have more conversations because you're saying here, I'm gonna go out of my way and serve first, I'm not gonna make money off teaching these kids, but I'm probably gonna meet some parents, And one out of 10, one out of 15 of those parents I meet with, they're moving this year and all of them have a referral for you. Well, I'm sorry. The guy who takes care of
1: your kid is the guy that I'm going to use versus the one who anything else. Yeah. You're a central member of the community. Yeah. And you're showing yourself to care about the interests of the community in, in which you live and just not lining your own pocketbooks. And people respect that. They gravitate to that. We're doing an event on the 1st, the district we had, I had around 110 students sign up for this program. We're doing an event and we're going to have a few things there, uh, but one of the things we're doing is Spark Tank, and it's kind of like a Shark Tank, where they're going to give us their entrepreneurial ideas, and they're going to be, you know, graded, if you will, and then there'll be a winner selected. The winner will get a prize, but it really spurs on these students to think for themselves. We,
0: and basically the volunteers of this program, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it all just other business owners whom you're also networking with? Yeah,
1: we have a bank president. We How have, many of you guys would like to network with the bank president? Yeah. We have some really great pillars of the community here locally that are involved with it. So
0: You're rubbing I, shoulders with all these guys and gals. Yeah. Plus you're getting in there and you're, and you're, you're building relationships through service. Yeah.
1: But I think that could be accomplished wherever you live. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want your viewers to look at it like, well, this guy has a special program, so he can do it, but I can't.
0: Not I at all. Let's, let's talk about that. Homes for Heroes, this is what we're talking about. This is a Homes for Heroes, okay? We all know what Homes for Heroes is. If you folks don't know what Homes for Heroes is, I mean, like, take your head out the sand. Homes for Heroes is a program. It's no different than Wounded Warriors or any type of charity, right? But Homes for Heroes gives back to vets or first responders or teachers or, or all of that. And all of this company did really was they created a lead generating referral program for realtors, and in exchange, they make a lot of money. Now, all this is is saying they created the why for agents that didn't have one. <laughs> That's right. all it was. You guys, as anyone who's using Homes for Heroes, great. I'm not talking. I love Homes for. Heroes, I love everything they stand for. But why can't you just create your own version? Right. And if you don't have a version, then go join theirs. Stand for something. Who would be a good homes for hero? That's first responders. Anyone that fits that category. If you're a former teacher, you should go into that program. But if not, you're really just have your own homes for hero program. Because all homes for heroes is guys is a rebate program, and they're saying I will give X percentage commission as a result of working with me. Oh, you're you're doing the exact same. It's the homes for heroes, but it, homes for heroes isn't. It's not the first responders. It's not the vets. It's the kids. It's the entrepreneurs. It's the kids who are learning about why uh, the clouds have cumulus, whatever that they're never going to use in life. Right. Right. Compared to being like, how do you fucking balance a
1: checkbook? <laughs> you know, it's a, it's sad. We have so many kids. I mean, nationwide, they come out, they graduate, they can't they, they can't read or write. Totally. It's the biggest and, problem. And, 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 yeah, it's just, it's just insane. And they're just, they're, I think you know, a lot of these kids are getting past where they probably shouldn't. Let's go through a couple examples for the listeners here. So let's say if
0: you're a dog fanatic, great. Give back to the foundations. You know how many rescue shelters there are and market that. Market right. the story and the why behind your existence. If you're a cancer survivor or someone in your family is, you market that and you raise awareness for it. If you're a Christian and you're raising awareness to spread the word, you market that And it it doesn't matter what it is. Every one of us, um, I believe that all of us were made uniquely, just like we all have fingerprints. And that means that all of us have our own individual thought. That means we all have our individual passions and our interests. Some people like playing chess. Some people like playing checkers. But there's something you're passionate about. And what we're saying is start creating awareness and getting involved in a passion of yours that revolves around you giving back in some way and watch what happens. Make that the why behind your business is what we're saying, right? It's not, it doesn't have to be entrepreneurs, but you could create the entrepreneurial thing with, that's a really good idea because you could create this without a program. It's just the thought that counts.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think you hit the nail right on the head. I think the key word, and, I, and I've, I've listened to you in the past, and uh, in fact, I watched a YouTube video that you did, um, I don't know, a few months back, and you, you hit the nail right on the head when we talk about passion. And you know what? That's why I'm at where I'm at. I was very passionate about, like for myself, not wanting to be a slave to the daily grind. Yeah. You know, I came up, I was on my own at 16 years old, started with nothing, didn't have very much help, and was able to fight through. And so I'm passionate about working with the youth. Makes sense. Helping them with opportunities. Did you grow up in a rough time growing up? Yeah. Mother was an alcoholic. Father was gone. At 16 years old, I realized I'd be better off on my own, which I was.
0: So let me, if you don't mind me, let me inter- interrupt you really quick. Sure. Because we do this on a daily basis with the people from all different walks of life, when we're building a brand show for somebody, because we we'll build like a media series based upon that individual. But the reason why I already knew the answer to that question was because the why is always formed as in your childhood. It really is. And it, you could go back to so many experiences. I could I count on on a couple hands, but it, it always leads to the same story. I know right where we're getting to someone's why, because it's when they get teary. It's when they, their passion comes out. And it usually always goes back to childhood. Um, yeah. You know, I bet you, you don't drink. Yeah, no. I didn't wow. see. I, I know that because of just how many people we've we've worked with. But that's probably <laughs> something else that is there. And I've seen the consistency in that but that's where it comes through because the question a lot of people are going to have is what's that for me? Mm -hmm. right. Everyone has a question. And when we're dealing with people on video or video marketing, you
1: can't create a video marketing strategy without knowing what the why is because you have no story to tell. Right. Yeah. I think staying with that passion is absolutely key. And I, I, I don't, all of us are passionate about something. And I think instead of trying to chase money, because that's what most people do, where can I make the most money? they are chasing that and then they wonder why they're not successful. Yep. Instead of doing that, focus internally more what motivates me, what moves me, what's in my heart. Yep. And then develop your plan around that because there's so many different ways that you can integrate. And isn't your name of your broker just called Mission? It's Mission Real Estate Group, but I'm not a broker. I'm an agent. I'm a realtor. I was an investor since 2002 and retired from it and then became a real estate agent in 2017, ended up going through a divorce and kind of wanted to just do something a little bit different. And I I worked with the private sector, uh, most of my career. So, uh, and you didn't even like this, this goes to show you because you didn't even like real estate agents. I didn't No, they, they cost me a lot of money and they've cost me deals. I would usually pick one that I would work with for a time period until either I quit buying in that particular area or, you know, whatever happened, but no, they didn't call me back. I, you know, you have to move on <laughs> quickly, right? Good deals go fast. Right. And I said, okay, I want to move on this. I couldn't get a hold of them. Lost that deal. And i not to be, I don't want to bash on realtors, but just a lot of their negotiation skills, you know, they're, they're so focused on getting that commission checked. They're so afraid to do anything that's going to jeopardize the deal that it really puts a handicap on somebody like me because, yeah. you know, there's always another deal. I don't mind walking.
0: But even on the flip side of this, you could be the worst agent and still have a great career because people are connected to your cause. Mm-hmm. And well, if you guys, if you guys don't believe me, this is why each one of you lose a, a deal Once a year, I used to hate little cousin Billy or Aunt Jed or whoever got the fucking license in the first six months. I would lose two to three deals a year because of that. And they say, oh, I have to use little cousin Billy because he's blood (laughs) or he's family. And guess what, folks? The blood is thicker than water. Little Billy didn't know what the hell he did. And most likely they made a bad decision.
1: But little Billy is blood. Mm-hmm. Right, which yeah, is what costs you money. That that shows you connection.
0: That that's what people become connected with when you start living your brand true to what it really is. And if it's about, it's all serving. We all serve in some way, shape, or form. What yeah. you serve is is so important to find out, and that's why you're attracted.
1: Yeah, and so many people jump on the bandwagon with other things, and I think again it goes down to passion. When you just jump on, you know, you might see what I'm doing and say, you know what, that's really great, but. Is your passion there for for helping students, or can you really care less? Because it's it's going to be
0: different. It's going to be different for everybody. And that's what you have to figure out. Once you do, it's a beautiful thing, though. I think you've sort of got hit in the face with this, it looks like. You're like, holy shit, this is, wow, this is great. Like, it sounds like you were pleasantly surprised.
1: Yeah. You know, and I I had to get out of my comfort zone. I mean, I I had to go speak to these classes with these students, and they're looking at you like, what are you here for? And now in these days, you know, they're all on their cell phones and, you know, you have to, you have to earn their attention. Back when I went to school, they forced you, you, you had to pay attention. Not not so much anymore. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I had to get out of my comfort zone because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not a good public speaker. You know, That's always my weakness. And so now I got to get out and actually, you know, communicate a, a message that is going to resonate with a 16 year old about business. But you're passionate about it and you can do it. Yeah. That's all that matters. Well, the passion overrided the fear. Yep. Always. And that's, again, you know, why you have to have that passion uh, motivating you and fueling you. Totally. This is cool, man. I really, really, really
0: appreciate you sharing this uh, with our listeners this week. Benjamin, I'd like to let the floor to you. Maybe you have some referrals. Go ahead and plug your area where you're at or let our listeners know exactly how they can get in touch
1: with you. We'll get this wrapped up. Yeah, uh, my website, www.myactiveagent.com. I'm a realtor. I serve the entire state of Texas. I network with a number of other realtors in various areas and and maybe we may co-list, we may do referral type stuff. There's really nothing set in stone. But if you have uh, questions for me, you can get in touch with me through the website or email me, mrbenross at gmail.com. If you have questions about tying into your community or uh, questions about maybe working with, you know, school district or, you know, however I can help you or however I can help your listeners, I certainly will.
0: Awesome. That's very awesome of you. Thanks for sharing the story. Folks, there's people, I've seen these stories similar to this. People are doing this. They're starting to dive into the passion as they develop their brands and their wives glad that he shared this with us today because um, I believe it's the future is creating a connection with an audience with whom you're more likely to resonate with and then staying in front of that audience and continuously to serve them through your own why. Um, it's very, very, very powerful. So thanks, Matt. I appreciate you coming on and thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Podcast you guys know how to find me. If you guys want to get on video, I'll, if you don't know your brand, I'll figure it out for you. I'll do it within 60 minutes and I'll tell you exactly what to show you and I'll tell you exactly what your story is because that's what I do. I dig that shit right out of you. So go ahead and contact us. Visit our site, realestatemarketingdude.com. Follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to see all of our videos, just subscribe to us and you'll see it. Thanks for watching and we'll see you guys on next week's show. Thanks again, Ben. I'll see you later, buddy. All right. You take care. Of Bye-bye. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.